Hello and welcome to the Inner Gamer episode 49. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions. And James Cameron. <laughs> My name is Brayton. What an intro. <laughs> I'm Austin Morales. I'm Devin Dury. In this, this episode, we're going to talk about Dark Souls 3, Automatron DLC for Fallout 4, Battleborn open beta, and Doom open beta with Overwatch closed beta. Oh. But uh, yeah, without further ado, cue the music. Welcome to the Inner Back for the games this week, everybody, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. A plethora of games. A plethora. A cornucopia of games. So... It's like right when we're about to do this podcast, everyone's like, hey guys, open betas for all. Open beta, I know, this weekend. And then one closed beta. The Overwatch closed beta, the Battleborn beta, the Doom beta... My gosh, that's a lot. Like that's seriously, like that's a whole lot of open betas to throw at the public. I know. I'm like seriously, and it's a one weekend that I don't it, have a whole I, weekend. Exactly. To do, it's, to play. it's of course it's perfect timing when people are like, oh, I'm busy this weekend. <laughs> Great. I don't get to play in any of. I plan yeah. to go out of town. Nope, not anymore. Canceling everything. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm gonna miss that family reunion <laughs> slash wedding slash funeral slash baby birth. I'm gonna. Sorry, I can't make it to any of those oh, things. I'm gonna go home and play video with, games. <laughs> the open beta is only open this weekend. <laughs> Sometimes it's not a bad idea. Sorry, not- sorry, honey, I can't. <laughs> sorry, honey, I can't get married this weekend. We got to postpone our wedding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honey, you don't mind, right? We, we push that back a couple days. But she you was a mind, gamer. Yeah. She wouldn't mind. She'd be like, "Yeah, we cannot do it right now. Yeah, we have we, to play these games this weekend. We'll get married as we're playing. Yeah, <laughs> I do. As, as we'll just go down to the J uh, to the JP and just get it done. Nice. So anyway, that would go poorly. That would go so <laughs> bad. It would go so bad. Oh yeah, people have thought right. about it. I'm sure. Um, so, <laughs> first up, Devin, yeah. you've played Dark Souls 3. I have been playing Dark Souls 3, a large amount of it, um, and I guess what I'll start with is uh, the story uh, for the third, since this is the third installment of Dark Souls, it's going to be essentially the last chapter. Hidetaki Miyazaki has even said this will oh. be the last Dark Souls. I'm just getting into this, and now this it's over. This is the end. I know. The I know. only end. That's something. That's, so, that's what it is. Whatever that was just now. <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> but uh, it's the third and final installment of the Dark Souls series, mainly that the uh, uh, Dark Souls 1 had a very um, prominent theme that it's uh, the fire is dying out and you are the chosen undead and you have to go and link the flame or extinguish it, bringing about the Age of Dark. Dark Souls 2 had a uh, completely different story in which you are again an undead figure of some kind and you're trying to either link the flame or extinguish it but through the uh uh inner workings of this uh, king and queen a king who's died king vendrick and his queen nashandra who is basically telling you there's giants coming and there's going to be another war and you've got to stop it or you've got to be the one to be at the head of it so this third and final installment is all about the enkindling uh you are um you are uh, another undead of some kind, but in the uh, previous two games, when you were undead, like if you were dead, you looked dead. You had like gross flesh, gross skin, everything else. This time, you look like a normal human the whole time, and 
If you die, however, your kindling is extinguished, meaning you don't have like these cinders and stuff kind of floating around you. And your goal is to go to the, the big city of Lothric and do something. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> um, I haven't gotten that far. That's all they tell you is that the city of Lothric is where the enkindled flame is, and that's where you're essentially trying to make it to. So Cool. It's... Very cryptic thus far in the beginning. Like it's it, while well, the first two were like very like there's no fire anywhere. The the flame is dying out. This time there's like flame and fire freaking everywhere. There's th- fire themes all over. Like there's bonfires That's and stuff. Cool. It is so far. It's really really interesting how they're taking this third and final chapter as far as the story goes. So it's this look amazing. Oh my god, it's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Like the first Dark Souls is by far one of my favorites. But it's definitely, you can tell it's aged. But with the uh, third one now, like, they've taken all the Bloodborne uh, aesthetics and how, like, oh, the gra- oh, it's nice. And nice. they've now transposed it onto the actual uh, Dark Souls <clears throat> game itself. So it's freaking gorgeous. It is amazingly pleasing uh, to the eye. Very, very easy to look around. The movements are smooth. The enemies look even better. So it's it's pretty. It's a pretty game. Uh, which actually leads me over into the environment part of it, because there's so much to explore. Um, as anybody oh, has man. played before, like you, you've you've now been playing a little bit of uh, uh, Bloodborne, mm-hmm. so you know how expansive these level designs are. There's no loading screens unless you're going to and from, like you know, the main hub area. Yeah. Other than that, these worlds are huge and expansive, and you can run everywhere. It's all connected. It. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's all one big expansive map. Very much an open Destiny. world. Yeah. Yeah, Destiny. We're looking at you, you dick. So it's an open world, no loading <clears> screens. <throat> you have a map that I guess you can follow. That nope. Like, oh, no. There is no map. Okay. So there is no map. So basically, although it's open world, does it feel... What does it feel like? I mean, does it feel like the traditional open world that you can explore and roam around? Or does it feel kind of... Like a dungeon. It, gigantic, gigantic dungeon. In a way, yeah. Like the best way I could try to describe it to you is think Fallout kind of map, like a Skyrim kind of map, but obviously not like traveling from city to city. You're in one's expansive city, and it's just you running around it. So kind of like an Assassin's Creed setup. In a I, way, yeah, kind of like Assassin's Creed, just not. It's better than. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Assassin's Creed, but I've... But all offenses. There's a formula to Assassin's (laughs) Creed. There's a formula to it. But the thing I love about the the level environments in... And the From Software games, especially with, like, this this newest one, is they their level designs are so large and expansive that basically to get... If... When you adventure forward, you have to... You have to unlock these, like, um, shortcut... Shortcut areas that get you back to your start of the level that allow you to now expand outward. So you don't have... To, if you die, you don't have to run all the way back through again and kill all the same enemies. No, you can go through a quick shortcut that you just unlocked, be it an elevator or a door that was previously locked or something like that. But it really opens up the world when you start running through it and you see all this. And it's typical yeah. from software. I love it. I think it's what, I think it's one of the best level designs and world environment designs that I've ever played. And I, I stand by that. To this okay. day, it's it is right. perfect level design. I just see you just powering through, you just looking at, ah, dude. I did, dude. I did. <laughs> not and stop it's, running. Well, dude, it's so easy to stop when you get to areas like it's 
when you see people leaving the notes in the world and they say like beautiful view and I'm like I have to stop and look and sure enough I stop and I look at this expansive city and these like <laughs> ruined buildings off in the distance and these giant mountainous uh, ranges off, off there on the horizon and you just sit, stand there looking just like oh my god now are they all like rendered in 3D and stuff like that it's oh yeah like you got the no little you, watercolor backdrop no and, absolutely not yeah, it all looks 3D cool. no it is absolutely expansively beautiful so it okay yeah I, you know it's funny I that, dig it it's funny to see like people are like, oh my god, look at this, <clears throat> look at this three D flower, look how real it looks, it's so beautiful. But then you go outside, and you're like, fuck these flowers. <laughs> you could definitely tell like how many times you play the game when you first are like, oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> then like two, after like five minutes of like just straight so dying, it's like, fucking water, get out of my way. I, I, got, I got stuff to kill. I've got stuff to kill today. It all just falls away. It all, all of it. Yeah, I got you. Um, but the uh, I've. Uh, explored a lot of the classes i haven't played all of them yet um i've rolled a knight i've rolled a warrior i've rolled a um i can't remember the name of it but it's a it's instead of the cleric who like uses divine magics Mm -hmm. and wields heavy armor and big ass weapons there's another divine caster who casts miracles and heal spells and shit like that but it's a dex based one so if you wanted to play a dex based uh caster you can now and so you were saying you roll it. I'm a Dark Souls noob. What does oh, that mean? I say roll. It's the D and D in me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's, right. it's the Dungeons and Dragons. When we, when we say just, a roll a character, I mean like rolling dice as if I'm making this character. But I say roll it as in like that's I'm creating a new character. I'm sorry. Okay. It's the D and D. I was like, whoa! Do you I'm like sorry. roll a dice in a game and it gives you a random character that you can Don't, play with? I would. I would nut my whoa. pants in a heartbeat. That would be the absolute best. <laughs> that would be the best stat allocation. Not anyways. Uh, but could, I've I've made it. yeah I've made a, a a knight a warrior which is basically like a Viking almost. Um, nice. And uh, they've added new mechanics to all these classes now. Where um, when you double hand a when you two hand a weapon. Normally, you would just swing your weapon around and whatever else, but this time you actually have power stances. Like, if you wield a longsword and you go into power stance, uh, you kind of go into this uh, uh, stance where you hunker down, you hold your sword held up to your your head, kind of like you saw um, uh, a Jedi do in in Star Wars. Yeah. And you do these crazy fighting styles, and it kind of looks like your mana. It's a blue bar on on your screen, and you do these really cool weapon art styles and you do that with all these different weapons like with a halberd you do this running charge that just like decimates like 10 enemies in a row if they're all in a straight line it is incredible it's awesome nice i love the weapon art system so far so So there's a lot of like there's basically a is it just one ability or whatever for each weapon, or how yeah, does that well, work? It's it's one ability per weapon, but it also kind of expands as you as you keep playing. So <laughs> okay. you have you have more styles unlock as you level up your character and as you increase your stats. So okay. there, there's more to happen. I d- I just haven't gotten that far into it. So uh, in into the character development just yet. So yeah. like I, I was trying to. See what all the different classes were like first. You make your own face and stuff like that. Oh yeah, you can customize your character completely, all the way down to how big their lips are and (laughs) the the shade of their eyes. They actually added cosmetics now. Women can have beards. Hey, cool! If you are so inclined for that, I feel like there's so many games because every game that I we played yesterday and then now, well, I guess sort of, and then your game, like everybody's coming out with some form of customization. Like it's like a it has to happen. 
And I, I don't know why that is, because I know for some gamer, like me myself, I, I do it a little bit. I'm not huge into the whole character customization to where I'm like, yeah. I'm going down to the nitty gritty of how arched my eyebrows are right. or, or right. how or what color my pupils are. But when I get to do cool stuff like, oh, cool, he's got a scar on his left eye or he's got a tattoo across his neck right. and shoulders, something like that. I dig, but I'm not going in like I'm not going in depth. It's not fallout. It's, it's for the I think it's just for the uh, people want to look different in the game and have their own yeah. unique. Yeah. Like they yeah. want people to recognize, oh, there's that guy that's got the black armor that we always see decimating yeah. us in games. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, the division kind of got hounded for not having that kind of customization. Everyone kind of looked the same or whatever. I, in a way, I could understand it, but at the same time, it's a third-person shooter, so you're not looking at the face anyways. Yeah. And especially with all the different cosmetics and like clothing and crap you can wear, you don't see the face anyways. Why do you I, care? I don't, I don't know if the cutscene you see them or not. A little bit? Yeah. Not much, though. We could easily just make it like, okay, here's all the customization, but here's, you know... Phase one, phase two, phase three already pre-customized for you. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, um, Dragon Age does that. Mm. Yeah, in uh, uh, the From Software games do that too, where you like if you take the time to create an intricate face that you like, you can save it as one of your favorites and go and tweak it later. Or oh, nice. Uh, that's upon. cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and other than that, the only other thing I've done is uh, kill the first two bosses. Yeah, how are the boss battles? <sighs> it's just uh, it's. It's like meeting an old friend again. I'm, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm killing them. slaughtered. <laughs> yeah. I, Did you die a lot? No, actually. Ah. Like, I've, I've been truly vetted. Um, <laughs> my, the first boss I have beat uh, my, on my first time, no deaths. So I'm, I'm still holding strong on that. The second boss, eh, there's a couple deaths. There's a couple deaths, <laughs> but they're adding a new mechanic in this one with the with the bosses because you know normally when with the uh, from software games there's the the boss who can poison you or the boss who can cause bleed damage or the boss who can uh, break your shit, but this this second boss and I'm not going to really spoil it for anybody but they have a new ailment that can happen and it's like frost damage. Okay, you can get frozen in place and that is your character. That's cool. Yeah. It's and then the uh, the ouch. boss like knows where you're gonna be when you unfreeze. Oh and man! It's like you're gonna die. Yeah, it's pretty much just like if you get fr- frozen, just set your controller down. Just set it down because it's done. It's done. You're done. Just re respawn. Try to go back and get your souls again. Rerolls for new character. <laughs> Dude, for, straight up. Uh, but yeah, the the uh, the first boss is amazing. It's actually kind of how you uh, start the whole. Um, uh, for anybody who's played it again, who's played those games before, it's kind of like your key to the main uh, hub area, and you kill a boss to do so, which is a little weird because the boss, for the first boss, there's that two-phase boss battle yeah. where you fight the boss for the first round, and then it turns into a, it turns into something else for the second phase of the boss battle, which was a little intimidating and surprising for the first battle. Oh, I was sure. like, oh my god. <laughs> It's gonna no. be happening. Yeah, seriously, seriously. And then, um, then when you make it to the uh, uh, to the actual, they call it Firelink Shrine. That's your kind of home base, I guess. And they've got um, uh, some repeat characters who are back. So from Dark Souls One, there's Andre of Astora. He's your blacksmith. He's the one who he repairs your equipment if it's ever broken. He's the one who makes your armor better. He will re reinf- uh, infuse your weapons with fire or whatever kind of stuff you want on it. 
and then there's your typical vendor and a forlorn warrior of some kind. That's their theme in every single game is there's a forlorn warrior in the main hub area who's just okay. sits there and complains, life is meaningless. <laughs> it is pointless for you to adventure. Blah, 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 blah. I am sad. Blah, 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 blah. He's just there just to make you go out and fight more. He really is. He, uh, I hate the Forlorn Warrior. Every time you see him, he's just, oh, it's pointless for you to adventure. Don't go out there. You might as well just go hollow and die. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. You want some Prozac, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're I mean, trying to set the tone. <laughs> it's straight up. But, you know, so far, I'm loving the game. I'm having a blast. Um, the only complaint I have thus far is the uh, uh, matchmaking. I'm having some difficulties with their servers. So, you know, with uh, anybody who's played Bloodborne, if you wanted to play together, you could essentially create a password and your other friends have the same password and they essentially, that allows you to play together. You can That way you can summon just each other. And this one, it's kind of the same thing, but you're supposed to put a summon sign down on the ground. You're supposed to be able to do four people uh, in one world, you can summon three friends to help you, but only one. Oh, as of right, as of right now, I've only gotten one. I can't get, to, I cannot like get two people in my world. It's like impossible right now. Oh, fuck. That's yeah, stupid. so it's it's a little frustrating, but you know, it's server issues. They're they're very good at fixing it. They fixed it with Bloodborne. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, what multiplayer so. hasn't had that issue? Yeah, right. So yeah, so far it's fantastic, guys. I suggest it to anybody. It's a lot of fun. It's hard. It's See. very hard. So you dig it? I dig it. Awesome. Not not a not a how many digs dish it? or delay. This is a this is a dig. Dig it. I dig it. All dig right. it. We're gonna try that. But of course, we all knew that that's I, I, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> it dig was it. Pretty, in. Pretty yeah, good. it could have. I could have opened the case and would have slapped me in the face, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I dig it. <clears throat> so how do you feel about the collector's edition? Are you glad you got it? I'm so glad I got it. It so came with, it, it came with this very thick. I didn't watch um, the videos. Oh, the you're a jerk. You are on the podcast. Well, I hadn't watched them yet. Whatever. I will. I just okay. haven't watched them yet. You should have said you Whatever. did. <laughs> yeah, you should have just said you watched it. Maybe okay, I watched it's it. Kinda, it's in the box. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, the box comes with a uh, statuette, um, which is another one of their like famed warriors in it. So it looks really, really uh, detailed. It's got a lot of um, uh, really um, uh, moving pieces with it. So there's like the two swords that you can put in the... Uh, in the figure's hand, and nice. it's a, it's a cool it's a cool figurine. I'm I'm always pleased. I get the Dark Souls figurines. Then they came with a very thick art book of the entire Dark Souls trilogy, and so this is not just for the third one. This is for all one, two, and three. So it has all Dang. the art in it. It also has Hidetaki Miyazaki's notes on it. So like when the very first Undead Dragon uh, appears, it kind of goes over his notes about this is what I was going for. I didn't want anything decrepit or gross. I wanted something that just appeared dead and almost um, you could see the sorrow in the dragon's face. And it's that's awesome. It really, it really, really is. Cause I love Hidetaki Miyazaki as an art director, <coughs> but it's just, it's so interesting to see his uh, thoughts, his thoughts on his worlds that he's created and how, how he wants to have <coughs> the the facts and the details that he does want in there, as opposed to, like, let the player decide. Let the player create the story in their head. It's so like, it's no, a, fuck you. This is my game. Yeah. I'll put my stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Millions of dollars wasted. Exactly. <laughs> no. Mi millions wasted. No, it's... Uh, it sounds it, cool. I mean, it seems... And like, it came I mean, with the soundtrack. 
He definitely has a creative mind. Oh, he's he's way out there, but he, I love it. You I better go it. to VR next. I swear, man. That'd be well. He says they want to go back to their roots after this. No, so they're done no, with the. No, just go to the future, <laughs> please. Well, and what I mean by the roots is they they started out as a mech game company. Oh, so we could see another From Software uh, mech game, which would be very cool in VR. If that you would think be about it. Yeah, that's what I say. Wow! Imagine just like sitting there and sit, sitting in like with your VR headset, and just like feeling the weight of the mech walk across a yeah. landscape. Dude, that'd be epic. And then you have the the boost where you just like jump up. Really oh high. man! So we'll we'll see what is to come with uh, from software, but yeah, they've been in business for twenty eight years. Correct. That's impressive, isn't it? They, man, it's a great company. I love literally everything that they do. They, they, that, that company can do no wrong in my eyes. They've got, they got, they, well, they, one, they've got like just the the fact that they've got an artistic director who's willing to take risks and who's willing to go for a different route in the way that their games are made. I'm, I'm, I'm always for that, that, that kind of cryptic storytelling in a game when the the narrative is driven by the player's uh, own diligence in the world. And if he's willing to read the description of like the notes and things that he picks up of items, so yeah, man, I hope they do go back because this Armored Core game looks sweet. Man, they made they made five Armored Core mech games yep. before they jumped into <laughs> their trilogy of this like demon hunter do you, stuff. Uh, do you want to know the funny part about why he got into making Demon Souls and then eventually into the Dark Souls series? That was no. his dream. He is. Well, it was um, inspired. He, it was his um, uh, language barrier. When he was a young boy, he loved reading fantasy novels and medieval novels, but he wasn't English wasn't his first language, and so he'd only be able to read us up to certain points, and he was he would miss chunks of the story because he just couldn't read it. So that's how he started piecing it together in his head, and how he started to create his own story. And he's like, "I want to do this in a video game." So that's why why he's like he doesn't tell you the full story in games. He wants you, the player, to. Make it happen. They've produced That's so awesome. many games. Correct. Like they made the Tenchu series. Tenchu, too. I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Tenchu is one of my absolute favorite ninja stealth games. I yeah. love it. Way so, back in the day. Way back in the day, man. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're a company that has a lot of standing in, like, a lot of... They, they, <laughs> they, they've got the notoriety, but people don't completely know all about it. But I think... I think, I think they're a great company. They're... Awesome. I, I, the fact that they're done doing Dark Souls is a little sad, but I'm very much looking forward to the next thing that they're up to. If they did some mech stuff, that'd be sweet. Man, I'd, lo- I'd love for them to make another Armored Core. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love them. <laughs> I love the mech. I love the whole mech things with mechs carrying goofy giant swords. I mean, that's so fun to me. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm surprised they don't have more of that in like Battleborn or Overwatch. Like, I mean, there yeah. are, like, characters that carry the swords and stuff, but they don't have any, like, they have, like, one mech character mm. that's in there. But that, yeah, mechs, mechs with swords is pretty sweet. And who would have thought, like, the mech thing would have been so popular? Because... Oh, yeah. I, I, I know so many people who either... It's with with the mech thing. It's, like, either feast or famine. They either love mech games or they just absolutely despise them. I don't know why. Yeah. I love mech games. I think they're... Oh, I, I think too. they're wonderful. They're but, good stuff. And with the yeah. Vive, having those two controllers, like, it just makes sense. You just hold it out, and it's like, I don't know. That makes sense. It oh. makes sense. I'd love it. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> Moves with your body. Yeah. 
So speaking of mechs, love the vibe. Uh, let's move on to uh, the new DLC that Austin's been playing. Um, oh, it yeah. has to do with robots and stuff. <laughs> yes. The Mechanist. Me- Mechanist had, has, has come to Fallout 4. Or the Wasteland. Oh, okay, the new the, the new DLC, yeah. <coughs> Wait, was that the one with all the robots, or is that with something else? Yes, that's right. a robot. It's called, like, Automatron or something? Yeah, Automatron. Yeah. Okay, DLC. yeah, 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 okay. So, oh, you got to play that? Mm-hmm. Oh. So I had, I had to, I lost my save, and I started at level 7, and I had to work my way up to level 15 in order to start this mission. So, like, I finally get to level 15, I'm like, man, what's going on? Where is it coming? And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you found a distress signal. I was like, oh, okay. So I look at it, and it's like, we need help. We're being overrun, <clears throat> so like I go to this location, and and there's like all these mechs attacking this like little caravan of traders. They all die, and there's only oh, good. there's only one mech left, and and she she's like her name is Ada, and she's like, I love this people, and now they're all dead, and I have to get revenge, and sort of whatever robotic way she says it, and and so you join her, and you just go to kill the mechanist. And so just, I haven't got, I think I'm like halfway through, but like you just go to like these locations and kind of find clues and stuff. And you, does you, it, does it feel like tacked on DLC or does it, does it feel no, like I mean, it, expansive enough? No, I mean, it just feels like another mission because you know, but mm. like, they already have missions in there that seem pretty like, yeah, this is legit. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. And it makes sense in the whole wasteland with like, there's already robots and then you have the, the Institute, which is basically, you know. Living robots, yes. So Living robots. It, it all works together, and I know someone like early on was like, "I wish they would go a different direction that's not robots," because like we've seen that. So like, what else could you do that's not aliens yeah. from space? They could have done that too. Hey, they did that though in Fallout Three. <clears throat> I don't play Fallout. I don't know. Scuba, scuba people. <sighs> Sea creatures. Scuba people. I gotta, hey, count, I gotta count to ten. Go underwater. <laughs> play play uh, see sea creatures there and stuff go. deep underwater. Like they remember that guy that explored underwater and yeah, fall they, out? They found all the stuff. Yeah. So maybe they're gonna go underwater for the next one. Maybe. I hope There's so. a bioshock. It's a bioshock. There's the a one rapture that, down there. Here's the one that I thought did uh did you play all the Fallout Three expansions? Uh I don't think so. You Y'all are the Vegas. worst. I do. I, I'm I not an RPG remember. guy. I'm telling you right now. You're the RPG person. I know. And then so is Austin. I'm racing game first I was, person shooters. I was broke okay. at that time. Well, they had one that was essentially where you go to a swamp marshland. That one was the um, uh, lookout point uh, for okay, Fallout 3. It was one of their DLCs. What I loved about it was there was a mission about the Dunwich Horror, which I don't know if Y'all know, but it's essentially a a, a tip of the hat to um, uh, Call of Cthulhu, a Cthulhu story. Oh, nice. It was a very creepy story. Like, really? they, they had a Dunwich building. This guy just said, I need you to go get me a book. I left it in this giant building. Please go get it for me. And it was just, it was like an innocent enough old man yeah. asking me, asking you to go to this building and get a book. But when you go in there, it's like, it is creepy as can be. The lighting has been purposely turned down. There's eerie music. <laughs> All the ghouls like sound like they're saying things and they're chanting, not just being ghouls. Oh shit. Dude, it creeped me out. And for like, you know, for the whole thing for the whole fallout experience, you know, normally if you get a little a little creeped out, you're like, to hell with it. I'm just gonna turn on my radio. Yeah. And you turn it on and it's you know, fallout radio stuff about <laughs> 
all that old time music, all that cheesy music that yeah. is, which we all know is looped way too much. Yeah, yeah. but that's why you mind. But that's exactly that's what it's for. But I, even turning that on, and I just hear this <laughs> chanting in the background of this cheesy music being played. I'm just like, I I need I need to turn all the lamps on in the house. I need to have <laughs> friends come over and sit with me while I play this. Why am I in the dark right now? And it turns out it's the Necronomicon. I found the book and it's the Necronomicon. And someone stops me from delivering it to him and he's like, you need to burn that book. And the only way to burn the book is to make it touch an obelisk at the base of the Dunwich I did Town. play this. I think I had the, the Game of the Year edition. Then you played it. Yeah. That sounds very familiar. And man, I was like, God, if they did a whole expansion on this in the Fallout 4 universe, I would just fanboy so hard because I love Bethesda and I love their storytelling. And if I got to play a Cthulhu style mission set, a whole set of missions or DLC based on it, I would, this would, I could die a happy man. I mean, it's probably in there. Maybe. I mean, I I just hit a hundred hours. Uh, I, I've at least played a hundred hours of Fallout. Yeah, and wow. I I went into this uh, I went to Good Neighbor, which is a settlement for like it's run by ghouls. It's supposed to be like very like sanctuary type place. And I go down in, into the uh, the third rail, which is a bar with this lady sings. And I'm just like standing around, like okay, I've been here before. This dude walks up to me. He's like, "Hey, you looking you looking for work?" And I'm like, "Sure, what's up?" And he's like, "Well, follow me to this place, and we're gonna talk to my master or the guy who who hires me." I was like, what the fuck? Like, this has never happened to me. I've been in this place countless times. I guess I missed him or something. And so I go over to his, his boss's place, and he's, like, in this really nice, awesome-looking house. Is it in the same city? <clears throat> no, it's not. So you it's, have to follow him. Well, somewhere. no, I just, like, fast-traveled to the closest place. To, okay. To that, to my marker. So I go in there, and the guy's like, oh, hey, what's up? I want you to go do this mission for me. And I'm just like, I don't know how long I've put in this game, and then finally I come across this mission. Like th- this is what was more exciting than actually the uh, Automatron DLC. That's amazing. Because <laughs> Automatron basically just gives you the ability to uh, build robots as your companions. Yeah. So it it's pretty nice, but it does add new missions and stuff. It does. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Does it? If you're, are, I mean, are you are you fighting a whole lot of like robots and oh, stuff yeah. the whole time? Oh, so yeah, okay. Constantly. I wonder how that plays because certain people's character builds probably didn't lend a whole lot to fighting robots. If you and when, but like just to say that that would be me. <laughs> I mean, just well, because when when I think Fallout, like I don't want to use laser pistols. That's just not my take. I I don't like using lasers. I like using real guns, bullets, and so I like using pistols and rifles and stuff like that. And yeah, it's you're like, fucked. <laughs> awesome, good. Glad I'm glad I'm gonna play it. Yeah, good, good sell. Cool. Oh, sorry. I just, thought, <laughs> I just let you know now. So he was like, yeah, I could do this, and then you're dead. I, I feel like that might be the case. Yeah. I'd, I'm sure I'd be pissed at just trying to... Sh- and it pisses me off, because like, I've even heard the robots taunt me before when I have shot them, and they like, I shoot, and I do no damage. And it's like, citizen, cease, stand, assist. Yes. <laughs> Quit mocking me, dick. <laughs> God. So if you bought the DLC season pass for 30 bucks, this is well worth your money. Because you're going to get that other part. You're going to get all the DLC for this. And it's just like, okay. I'll always buy a season pass for them just because yeah. they, they they always come out with a number of DLCs. So. We know they like up the price after March 2nd or something. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you buy it before that? I did. I did. Good. So I got it for like 30 bucks. Same. I bought that and the season pass. <clears throat> I bought yeah. the game and the season pass. Oh, like it. immediately, yeah. 
I always do. Yeah. Any anytime they come out and it's like if I can get a season pass, I did it for Fallout Three. I did it for uh, for Fallout New Vegas, which to me is my favorite of of them. Which wasn't even made by Bethesda. I was going to say out. it was a Two K Games, wasn't it, or yeah. somebody? Two K blows my mind. Oh, so there's a rumor going around that um, they might be doing uh, Fallout uh, New Orleans. Two oh, Ks might be doing that. It. Would be awesome, right? I was like, dude, yes, that would be. I don't even know. Yeah, so I'm hoping something happens here because they're like Bethesda can't get out another game because they're having at E3. Like, what are they going to announce? Yeah, that's it has to be a new Fallout yes. game. Well, well, it could either be a new Fallout. Game. Wait, you're talking about Two K. No, Bethesda's going to announce you know, uh, something. It's like what E at E3 what. What is it's big enough to it's be? It's definitely going to be that. I'm sure it has to be something. Like you think that it's it another Elder Scrolls game? It could I'm be thinking that. it's probably going to be another Fallout. I don't think they're going to be bringing out another Elder Scrolls just yet. Really? I yeah, I think like they need it. more time. And it's but been we'll a while. See. We'll see what the predict- they've been we'll working see. on Fallout Four. We'll see what happens. Um, but I'm I'm feeling like they're probably going to. You think they would put the another Fallout, Fallout like a whole new game or just another expansion? Well, just expansion, like Fallout New Vegas. But I mean, they give it to another company. It's true. I, mean, I would I would say because they just launched Fallout Four and they only have one team. I mean, they've been working on the other Skyrim, I'm sure, but yeah. I don't think they'd have it ready yet. To yeah, announce. I think they'd wait yeah. until more of the I th- DLC. I, w- gets I would released. see Skyrim being a end of uh, the next Skyrim being an end of 2017 release. In which case, they'd probably announce it like they did with Fallout E3 like next that year? summer before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what I'm kind of thinking. Do you think Bethesda is ever going to get to a point where they're good with doing like a multiplayer like co-op in their world god i hope so shit <laughs> i don't know they need it they really need it what and it, I, I only ask that just because i I myself would love to like i think about skyrim and it's such a classic adventure fantasy setting it just it would it would be so perfect if i could have my own little D well, group well, in, exactly in, right? in, well, that's what i was telling austin like i think i would appreciate all of their games so much better if I could play with my friends. Yeah. Because I just hate... I I, did, I played seven hours of Skyrim, and I was just like, I don't want to play this anymore because I'm just alone. And Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 you feel, you feel people. Solid, uh, solitary in a very open and expansive world. Yeah. And even when you get a companion, that companion's... Let's be honest. That companion's there to hold your gear. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, good. I found another 15 greatswords. Here you are, companion. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. I came adventuring with you. Yeah, they help a little bit, but it's not yeah. like having a real friend. I wish there they would have like dungeons that like you really need people to come in unless you're yeah. really high level. That'd be awesome. You need like, like really tough dungeons <laughs> and like trap filled dungeons yeah. and like, a, you need a, a real dungeon crawling experience. We're gonna need a mage, a healer, yeah. a warrior, and we're gonna we're gonna need a rogue to pick the locks. Exactly. We're gonna need a mage to dispel all these runes, these explosive runes. We'd need you know a cleric to decipher all these scripts that are old languages that we can't read kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So after playing D D I've realized I don't know how you play these games. Like even Skyrim, I'm like, fuck, why didn't they just do this? Like Dude, I, I'm I'm a harsh critic when it comes to <laughs> fantasy settings. History check. With my with yeah, with my like D D background and anytime I play fantasy settings, I'm always like suck at this. <laughs> casuals. You're right. Fucking casuals. But I play Skyrim. Get out of here with that. Get out of that weak shit. I'm Dragonborn. Yeah, whatever. So um, let's talk about classes, but classes in a different game called oh. Battleborn. <coughs> Battleborn. Hey, where are you going, Austin? Oh, keep going. Okay. I need my coffee. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> on those uh, brief moments when you don't hear Austin, it's because he's making coffee. <laughs> yes, he needs his caffeine. Um, so we play Battleborn, and yeah. uh, for those that don't know, Battleborn is the next Gearbox software game. That's Woo! the creators of Borderlands. One of the best games ever. Yeah, and uh, Battleborn is essentially a first-person MOBA. That's mm-hmm. basically what you're playing. I was going to say a a, a first-person multiplayer tower defense yeah. kind of game. Yeah, so... I mean, if you've ever played the MOBAs before, you have there's one game type where you have your lane or your lanes, and you have creeps that run up the lane, mm-hmm. and they have to go destroy the other side. And that's what this game is. So you're a hero character, and you go up there, and you have different abilities. You have your first skill, your second skill, and then you have a, a, a ultimate skill as well that you can only use a certain number of, amount of time. And uh, this game's really good. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very surprising. Starting off, still it's open weird. open beta, open beta. Yes, yes. Right. so anybody can play so, it right now. So the 18th. If you played on your PlayStation Four, which I would highly suggest downloading and getting it, you're gonna get extra stuff when the actual game comes out. Mm. Just PS4 players. Yep, they're gonna get like an extra <laughs> character. They're gonna get the free, mean, first free DLC. Yeah. The first DLC is free. To, yes, to us. Yeah, so. Well, I guess I'm I'll imp- just have to get it on my PS4 then. I'm impressed with this game because starting off, there's a lot to it, and like especially the uh, your special abilities. Yeah, like it's just so like what the f- there, you have. There are ten levels, and each special ability you can choose from two, two different. You have two option choices. So as you go yeah. down the line, you know things get powerful, and you kind of have to go with your class and stuff. And it, it's. It's pretty well rounded. Like they've done a really, really good job, and it is really fun once you get into it. Yeah. So you have like you have different a whole slew of different characters, and each character has a different, different like trait or job that it can carry out. So you have your healers, you have your support classes, you have your tanks, you have um, all these different types of yeah, all these different types of characters and what they have, what kind of things that contribute to the game. Mm -hmm. But what I like too is that not all of them are like. That's what they do. For example, the healer I was playing last night, he also has a good ability to attack. He's not a defenseless healer yeah. where he just runs around, stands in the back corner, and just yeah. waits for stuff. Because he can like throw out poison darts and he can drop this like these spores on the ground that cause area of effect damage to anybody that's within that area that's there. And you can upgrade that. So there's like two different levels for this one where you have the do no harm level which means you're just simply helping your support character aspect of the character. Or there's the do harm level where you go up there and you like upgrade your attacks and you upgrade your abilities to heal yourself so you can stay in the battle longer. So you Mm -hmm. have two different tracks you can follow. Or you can double up, or I mean, go a little bit here, a little bit there, depending on what the ability is. Yeah, you can kind of start cherry-picking some some, some action on the abilities. Nice. I like the idea of... When you you know when you talk about a class system with level ups, like I like the idea that there's you're not you're not bottlenecked into doing just one thing in that. Like you know you think of how that is in like World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like if if you're a priest, oh yeah, you're a healer. You're a priest. You're yeah. you're you're a healer, and that's all you're gonna do. You know it. Your team knows it. That's what you're doing. If you're not yeah. healing, you're awful. Get out of here. Right. Um, so I, I like the idea that this would allow people to kind of do a little bit more than 
you know, if I, like you said, if I'm going to be healer, I still want to be able to do cool stuff like the throw poison dart stuff. Like that's genius. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like the idea of it being easier for people to do, do more, be more expansive in the way they play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a, 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 a class based multiplayer game like this. And each character has its own personality. And it seems like they each have their own race, minus like there's a bunch of humans in here, but it's really yeah. awesome. There's a bunch and, of humans in here. And that, that's what I what I think is really cool about these new games that are coming. Like you have uh, uh, Paragon, you have this, you have Battleborn, you have Overwatch. All of them are going to get to the point where before you were one character and that's all you were, and you all have the same kind of abilities. But now you can kind of define yourself as a player mm-hmm. in this game and define who you are. So if you suck at first-person shooters... There actually are some characters in here that you might be pretty good at because they have, like, there's some in here that are, like, strictly melee characters that have, like, a sword and you go have to get close quarters and you, like, dash up to people to, like, swipe at people and stuff like that. Interesting. And then there's other characters that, you know, sit back from afar and there's one that has, like, a bow that you can, like, shoot off, like, you know, a bow from a distance and, like, be kind of an assassin-style character. And there's just so many different varieties like there's one the tank which is a big the guy named montana it's this massive ass dude that has a chain gun <laughs> and you wind up the chain gun you just start start wrecking shop and then you can press a button that makes your chain gun and the end that makes it more powerful and it causes eventually i think it can cause fire damage to the enemies as well <laughs> oh crap. so like all these different like abilities you can unlock that just make you more powerful as you play through the game and you know for for stuff like that, like I, I would really hope that when you're when you're talking to your or when you're you know looking at your character's abilities and things like that, I hope that this is one, not one of those things that it doesn't make that big of a difference in which direction you go. Like I hope, like you're talking about, if you activate your your the heavy guy's special ability, it's not just like okay, he does a little bit of extra fire damage. No, I hope yeah. it's like you need to activate that ability now because it's going to be crucial at this point in the battle. Like it actually like something as you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it definitely you. There's definitely a need and a, a time with certain abilities where you can like like in a MOBA where you have to if you string together attacks you fare better. Um, not as much as in a MOBA because in the MOBA you have three attacks plus an ultimate. Yeah, and this you just have two attacks and an ultimate. Yeah, MOBA is like it's very planned out, just like you're saying, Devin. This one's kind of like there's a big battle going on. You know, there's a time and place for it. Right, you don't just like activate it and be like, ah. yeah. <laughs> but you there, probably do, honestly. Yeah, but there are happen. moments where I was, I was, I was playing one of the characters last night. And I'm trying to think which one it was, but it had the uh, big dude. It, it had the one. What was it? Um, it had the ability. One of the abilities I had was an area of effect kind of oh, like yeah, yeah. light thing that fell down. Or, was it Arendi? Arendi? Or okay. were you? Uh, it's probably Arendi. No, it wasn't Shane. Yeah, it was I think Arendi. it was Arendi. Pull up Arendi real quick. Go to the. We actually haven't pulled up right now in our place. Okay, yeah. So Arendi has a shadow fire pillar. So what he can do is he can drop down this pillar of shadow and flame at a location, which kind of hits everybody that's in that area and just drops down and does three hundred oh, damage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the nullify, wow. which is a burst. And I didn't like the nullify because it's weird. This character was weird because you have to be close to them, but there's also far away attacks. She's a rogue attacker. Oh, she, uh, she. Okay. So, I, I think it's a she. It might be. I don't know. One of the two. 
But uh, so like the nullify, you get close and it does some damage to one person. Mm. And then what was nice about it is as you upgrade your skills, the shadow fire pillar, like say for the shadow fire pillar was like invaluable. It was great for like taking out a horde of like bad guys. Like take out the enemy creep and then the big guy, you know, and then get oh, all the yeah, ones around yeah. it after that. Well, like what I would do is you cast nullify at one point, And if by using nullify, it lowers your cooldown time for your shadow fire pillar. So it makes that one. so you shoot shadow fire pillar and then you do nullify and then five seconds later you can do another shadow fire pillar and that That's wasn't av- awesome. available until you upgraded your character. Oh, so okay. it's it's really cool the amount of how's the matchmaking on this though? So are you like facing? Uh, right now it's pretty <laughs> diversified. <laughs> Well, like, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, as you say, as, as you're leveling up these characters, they become more and more powerful. I hope it's not like, hey, it's a arena of 30 of level 30s versus all level twos. Well, that's the, that's the thing that the levels are um, match specific. So like once you level up, like you level up the characters to unlock new appearances and new things you can get. But like when you're playing the game, the levels are only for that match or that round. Oh, so yeah. level up during oh, that round. It, it's just okay. like Dota yeah. or I'd say uh, Dota, League of Legends. Yeah. yeah, okay. So the the rank that you have, like if you see it, Austin in the top left up there, he's ranked six. That's the oh. rank that allows you to unlock new gear. But my character new, rank is four. So your character does have a rank as well, which lets you unlock. Um, so I have like lower mastery, twenty three percent, which I I assume will unlock stuff for me. Yeah, well, new skins, new cool was that and stuff. Within my skill tree that I have, when you play, when you level up and get new abilities, every time you're, I, I guess the character you're playing ranks up, you get mutation unlocks. See that at the bottom left? Yeah. And with that, it unlocks a third option for one of my. Oh. So at level six, I have a third option to choose from. So I'm like, this is. I've never seen this in a game. Yeah. yeah. So as this you. This is get very better, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like this is. I'm very impressed with this. There, there's just there's so much like there, there's a lot of longevity of this game I feel like because each match like there's you there's a whole bunch of characters you can play there's gear you can unlock you can apply that gear into a loadout so and you can use gear. that loadout in the game so like you have these set number of abilities but then you have these uh uh items that you purchase basically that you unlock during the game and you apply guess- those to a loadout that let you have some kind of like plus something during the game that you activate with money that you get from playing the game in that round. Exactly. Man. Yeah. So they have like loot caches that you can buy or I guess you win them from completing challenges. Yeah. And so here they're, they're stored here and they increase like, what is this one? This one has healing received is increased. And yeah, attack 12, 12.58 heal, uh, extra healing received. Attack speed ma- maximum. Uh, shield strength. And okay, so those, that, those look like so, they could really make a difference in the battle. So in the battle, there's actually currency that's dropped on the ground, and you pick that up, and that's how you buy these upgrades for your character, and they stay on the whole game until it's over. And then even and then like you said, it's like a tower defense game. So like in the match, there are little points of interest, I guess that, for lack of a better term, that you can go and like you know build turrets or build things that slow down robots or. Nice healing stations. So there's a lot to download. This is really really fun. This sounds like a lot of fun, actually. I I think you would enjoy it. Being like such a fan of like RPG stuff, yeah. You can 
define your character and there's just there's a lot of str- i mean it also looks cartoony enough to be fun exactly yeah, it has it is. the humor and my heart at borderlands but and i love that about gearbox very very influenced by borderlands like so oh, much influence from that and there's even a story mode which we played a brief little bit of and it, it was pretty interesting but i think the 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 nice thing about this is like borderlands didn't have a multiplayer to speak of that was i mean it was co-op and that was it it was co-op and yeah. this has such a well-defined so far multiplayer experience mm-hmm. and uh i really like it um nice you can kind of and this then looks eventually almost like more it stuff, looks so. almost like um did y'all ever play a uh, monday night combat no yes, i've heard of it though. i i briefly i loved monday night combat and this looks very akin like if if like obviously gearbox did it but if gearbox like heavily influenced monday night combat essentially that's what this game hybrid would be yes this looks yeah i'm gonna i'll download this when i get home today something else that we learned when we were playing last night because me and travis and austin played for a little bit and we learned that this is definitely a team-based game i feel like you need a well-rounded it's just like a moba Mm -hmm. you have to have a good well-rounded team like we were playing and we were like we got to have a healer we got to have somebody that can heal us because we're just getting wrecked so i like austin tried doing the healer and it just wasn't his character so i jumped into it and you could and we could start pushing because like Travis was like a like he was a assault character and he was uh, you were Mike. you were playing the um what, what kind of character is like an assassin I guess I'm a sniper sniper I'm okay. a DPS let's see yeah LLC attacker long I don't know I don't know what LLC attacker that, means that, that's <laughs> weird. Lim, limited liability <laughs> it says I'm a sniper so you're, you're a limited liability corporation that's what you are <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah but I mean it's 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 great I think I, love I it. literally think that's what it means because he's like the LLC is very happy for your death probably um, cool see I don't I, I don't think the I think you're just an attacker like the rogue attacker just means like okay I don't know maybe that's just a pre- prefix for it but. a territory and then they give you like three different I guess areas of expertise i'm territorial i'm sniper and i'm an advanced this is an advanced role so nice yeah so that yeah that's the so the summer easy, difficulty summer. is on the right your what your class is basically is in the center and the left is kind of like what type of character you are like you're territorial so that means you're better like in a wide space oh, whereas yeah, i think down like yeah. go back to another character real quick let's see what they say let's look at oscar mike yeah so Oscar Mike, he's versatile, so he can kind of do whatever, but he's definitely a pusher, so he's more of a tank or like a attacker, nice. assault guy. Yeah. And then and like go to the He's easy to play. Go to the heal person. Oscar Mike. My God. So that's combat. So I have combat and heal. So like he's he's very much like a combat character. But and he's he has a mushroom. the ability to heal. And he's yeah. So the ultimate is badass. Fungus Among Us. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the fungus among us, you throw down, you you have a thing and you just throw it wherever you want, you throw down a mushroom. And if you're within the space of that mushroom, that thing like heals, heals the shit out of you. So, so it's an a- it's a big AOE heal. Yes. Yeah, it's 75 health it, per it's... damage, and it lasts for 45 seconds. So if you're about to like raid this area and take people out, if everybody just stands in that area of effect, they're just gonna heal like crazy while they're wrecking shop. It's really cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of good All right, stuff. Sold. Dig, yeah. uh, dig, dig <laughs> to lay your ditch. Definitely dig. dig yeah, I'm dig gonna it. get this. I dig the it. second. Okay, it but, the, but yeah. here, okay. So this is our segue into Overwatch. But this is the, this is the choice, like Overwatch or Battleborn. They're 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 two like in the same genre, but vastly different. And I don't know which one to get. I feel like I'm gonna like Overwatch. I watched Brett play it. Yeah, and it looks more like simplistic in a way. Yeah, there's a lot of like I guess it's more of like 
Dota or not uh, like a MOBA Counter Strike in, yeah. in a sense. So do you want me to go ahead? Yeah, okay. Go so for it. okay, so I got into the Overwatch closed beta last night, and it's uh that they're doing a basically a server test. So it's 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 still an early buggy form in yeah. a way, yep. but it's not that buggy. I was pretty impressed with it. But Overwatch, for those that don't know, that's a game from Blizzard. This is their first ever first-person shooter of any kind. And they're doing really well because it feels and plays like a first-person shooter. Like when Fallout 3 came out, you know, like it just had some clunky shooter mechanics, right? It just wasn't the greatest shooter feel. This is their first venture into a shooter, and it's a damn good shooter. Like it plays really well. But Interesting to hear from Blizzard. Yeah. Right? Overwatch and Battleborn, after playing them, I realized as similar as they are, they're so different. They're incredibly different games, which is kind of weird, but they both have heroes. So like Overwatch, you have hero characters and you have you have your support characters, you have your um, you have your tanks, but you have your with, uh, attack and offense. But with Overwatch, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this kind of a a conglomeration of all of their IPs essentially coming into one game together. So you have some people from StarCraft, you have some people from Negative. Yeah. That that's actually those heroes. Heroes of the Storm, yeah. This one is That's all right. New I'm thinking characters. of Heroes of the Storm, yeah. yeah. Okay. These are all this, brand this is new all characters. brand new. Yeah. Okay. And right. last night I tested I went through every single character and played every single oh, one. Oh nice. I tried it in this little AI like test area you can play. And they're so different. <clears throat> just like this game. But Almost even more so. So the way it's set up is that you also have your character has a gun. You have a primary attack and a secondary attack, typically, and that or some whatever your weapon is. And then you have a, two skills and you have an ultimate. So just like this, but there the charge time is different, and the way the game is played is very different because it's not a MOBA. What this is is it's basically a battle arena. It's closest resembling it resembles closest to. This is basically a way more advanced Team Fortress 2. Huh. It's very, very similar to... like This is Team Fortress 2 on steroids, basically. That's that's what it breaks down to. The art style is the exact same. It looks just like Team Fortress 2, except way better because it's new and stuff like that. But It's more like futuristic-y. Well, yes and no, because, like, I mean, it, it is the with the characters and stuff. But, like, uh, I, I played a map last night called Route 66, which is, like, taking you down to the classic Route 66 area. And I was like, this is a Team Fortress 2 map. There was like a freaking like like a uh, a minecart tunnel thing. And like, no way. Wall. I mean, it felt just like wow. a Team Fortress 2 map. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Dang. And, but it's very much like there's different types of game modes you can play. Like Team Deathmatch style. The one I played in Route 66 was a, you follow the cart, which is, again, that was a game mode in Team Fortress 2. You had to follow the cart and one person was defending the cart. The other person was trying to stop the team from getting the cart to get to the checkpoint so the final checkpoint so it just runs along a a track and then eventually like if you stop it before the clock ends the defenders win but the attackers that are carrying the cart they have to get it to the end and survive so how many different uh uh, variations is there it's like because one looked like it was like capture the flag and then or like defend the the cat i mean king of the hill another one was like um that one, where that one, yeah, that's defending. all I've played so far, and I okay. don't know if there's any more. You can't pick. There's only like quick oh, okay. play right now, so you can jump you, in. What and there's only two maps. I feel like so. I think that's all they give you. Did they have the one that you saw was Nepal? Yeah, and then this one was Route 66. So what did you like more in gameplay wise? Did you like gameplay wise? Do you like you know 
basically carry the bomb type thing or oh um that's basically what it is right? bomb dropped yeah well the the uh <laughs> I relate everything back to halo <laughs> the nepal one was i think that was more a you just yeah you attack a area and capture it and hold it and then i think you like push forward basically oh okay so it's yeah. kind of like battle battlefront uh yeah it's yeah. very much a move the moving the moving style checkpoint yeah. it's a yeah. called? multiplayer yeah, turning the, point yeah, the, the the game modes in here, unlike this, are very much a first per, first person shooter type game modes. Do we talk about these game modes? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. We talked. I mean, we didn't go in depth. I mean, we talked right, about how fine. their mobile style with the creeps and all that I stuff. But um, yeah, like Overwatch. What I think I like. What I like about it is all the characters are so different. Like really different. I think almost. I don't know. It's hard to say if they're more different than this. These are more inclined. These are more like MOBA esque feeling. And these guys on here are just like they took. He pointed, he pointed at the screen, which is Battleborn. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Battleborn, yeah. Whereas, like, Overwatch, I feel is very. Um, they just took all the best things you could pull from a bunch of different first, per- like first person style games and threw it into one. For example, you have a character that has the ability to, like, wall run and, like, jump around really fast and, like, pop shots off. Like, it's called. It's called, it's called the Widow. Well, actually, no, the Widowmaker is different. But the Widowmaker, for example is really cool in the sense that she can shoot a uh, she can uh, shoot a grapple up on the wall and um, jump up onto a ledge and then her primary attack is a gun that's like a machine gun mm-hmm. and her secondary attack is a sniper so she can either have a sniper shot which hones in if you hold it long enough it's just like one hit kill or nice. you can go down in the battlefield and shoot off like you have the same gun, shoot off like an assault. Yeah. And then um, you have one character that's like a mech that you play as a mech character. And then whenever you die, you jump out of the mech and then you're just a girl with a pistol running around with like very light damage. And Dang. Um, the character I like is a healer. And what he does is he shoots out these projectiles, but he's able to either, if he's pointing at an enemy, he can press E and that makes that... Um, that enemy take more damage to anybody that's shooting at them. And then if I press shift on friendly, it heals them. So, um, or it puts like a shield on them or something like that. And he like oh, floats yeah, yeah. up in the air and he like does like Zen kind of thing. So it's very much the same one kind of as a mushroom guy from Bellator. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He's definitely different, but so, I mean, Asian, to kind of Asian styles yeah. type people. Or, yeah. So to kind of wrap it up, I guess, I mean, they're very similar in the sense that they have all the characters and everything, but the way in which you play is so different. I feel like, it is. Um, it is, and it's Overwatch. I think is more. I mean, it's more of just like a run and gun shooter. Jump in there. You can play as very a much like ranger. Very, yeah. Um, definitely like Team Fortress Two kind of feel. I mean, you got the objective oh, yeah, based stuff, too. but it's um, it's a lot. I feel like it's. I want to say it's faster paced, but kind of isn't. I mean, they're both same kind of speed, but yeah. they just you play them a little differently. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, well, I would have to get a PC in order to play it. So I guess I'm out. Well, Overwatch is coming to all consoles. I guess I'll be able to play it <laughs> <laughs> if you choose so. If yeah. I choose so to do. Yeah, it's gonna be everywhere. So that's gonna be good. Yeah. Anyway, that's 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 Overwatch. All cool. right, awesome. Well, what do we have next? You want to talk about Quantum Break? Uh, yes, we can. So I finally beat Quantum Break, okay. and I'll make this quick as possible. Yeah. Uh, got Act Four really like there's some deep shit there like you like i got invested in like all the characters things happen where they pit you against someone so so the tv show version that you follow another man 
who's part of the company, which you see him in the actual game when you play it, but then like you follow his story like on the backside of everything that's happening through the TV show. So that's really cool to see. And so they take that guy and they pit you against him. And I'm just like, oh, man. Because you, you feel this guy's story, like, what he's doing and what he has to do in order to, like, save the people he loves. But then you're over here with this guy who's trying to save the world, and they have to fight each other. And you're just like, fuck. It's heavy. It's heavy. Um, did you get hit in the feels? <laughs> I did. I did. People start dying, and you're just like, what the fuck? It's 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 really... it. No, my Cronin radiation. <laughs> yeah, right? Sorry. So you... you Act one through three is just like a huge setup, which really sucks. But I mean, given this hybrid is a hybrid, so it's all new to people. So the story could have been more, you know, kind of thought out. But at the same time, you're doing all this stuff with like different characters and different backstories. And it's just, it's hard to piece it all together like that. Um, So I thought the ending was kind of subpar and it, it seemed like it was setting it up for a sequel. Which I could see happening, which would be cool because I want to see more of like how they go about this, and it'll probably improve in the in the next game if they so choose to do one. But yeah, I I I, I delay it. Yeah, dig uh, yeah dig dare uh dig delay or ditch. Yeah, I delay it. Delay. I want to give okay. it a dig. Because I think everyone should play it, but I mean, you you should wait. Okay. For the record, I also think Overwatch is probably going to be a dig as well. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of like sold on both of these games nice because <laughs> they're exciting multiplayer shooters that i just it's it's something fresh and new that <laughs> right and then which like do you want to talk about doom real quick yeah let's go for it so after playing we so we play the doom beta as well and that's multiplayer and after playing that and then playing overwatch and battleborn like doom now pales in comparison to these other two games yes but it was fun it was fun. i had fun first couple rounds i had fun and after that i was just like I'm kind of sad about this. I mean, it's so, pretty simplistic. So, so, yeah, what is it that uh, it's missing? It's just... I think their map layout is not the greatest. Map layout? Yeah. Here's one Here's one that I want to uh, ask you because, from what it sounds like at least, Overwatch and uh, Battleborn both sound like they have a nice bit of... Uh, Light-hearted humor to go along with the oh, game. Oh, oh yeah. Do you think that makes a difference? Like, like obviously Doom. There's not a whole lot of yucks to be had in that. Yeah, there's a lot of blood there's, and there's guts dark. and explosions and stuff. Well, I mean, when I first jumped in Doom, it was a different feel because I was like, "Oh, you're on such a badass!" I'm like wrecking shop, and then I didn't after that. I yeah. had like that initial like fun moment, and then it just kind of wore off. But I don't know if it's that. I feel like the guns are very underpowered in this game. Really? No, it's Doom. Like Doom is known for the BFG. Like yes. that's their their big ass gun and i've always known doom and quake to be the ones that you have these massive guns it's a really fast paced movement you run around the i mean it, really it is a fast, fast, fast shooter yeah but it's Just, slower than the past ones i feel like almost it's weird i mean it's still fast it's way faster than these yeah, two that's games interesting yeah but like this the guns i've tried to, that's pretty good but like their heaviest their heavy assault rifle is like a pea shooter it's so compared to the week. Sh- it got to the point where everyone's just using the shotgun, which is a sidearm, yeah. basically. And then, like, in two or three oh, shots. Oh, that's a shame. I'm like, the f- I'm over here with this thing, like, you know, emptying my clip on these people. And and then they come up here with a shotgun. And I'm just like, well, yeah, fuck I, that. I have a lightning gun that shoots out lightning bolts at people. And it's like not even able to even like touch somebody when they come up with a shotgun in two shots and knock me out. Mm. I'm like, man, but characters, 
feel like Halo. It's oh like, my god! It's like Master Chiefs. They look like Master Chiefs. Rip, and you can customize yeah. them with different armor and colors and stuff like that. A lot of customization, but yeah, it's like customize Halo weapons. customization. Yeah. Um. Um. But they but they have emotes too, where you can like, you know, like wave yeah. and shit, like you know, kind of like they do here at the end of uh, the match in Battleborn. Battleborn. But yeah. I mean, that actually makes sense compared to Battlefront. You know. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, you can do something. <laughs> but this, at like, the end of the match, you can just do all your emotes if you're, like, in the top three. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool being the demon. Yeah, the demon was cool. Basically, that's what... You can go... After, it's like a pickup on the ground yeah. at, after a certain period of time. Like, it says, the demon is available or whatever. And you go grab a demon, and the demon has, like... I mean... Rockets on his shoulders, and he just... <laughs> And then, like, you can fly in the air too. It's just yeah, so super fast. Yeah, like, it's just you wreck, you wreck shop. I think a lot of the older people who have grown up with Doom are going to enjoy this. Like, people like a little older than us, like in their 30s, like 35 and up, will probably really yeah. enjoy this. I mean, I'm sure other people will enjoy it too. The music's great for the, the, the loading screen. It just yeah. screams like, you know, heavy, not heavy metal, but like. <laughs> That awesome, like, yeah, rock and roll, let's get it's in here. one way ticket to me Exactly. It, I, I actually, I, I like the art style, and other than the characters themselves, I thought the levels that we played were really interesting to look at. I mean, yeah, there was some broken pieces in the, the level design itself, but the overall art style of it was pretty solid. Like, that hell map that was, like, blood on the floors and everything, like, that oh, was yeah. a cool map. They have, like, and the fire pits and, up and... Yeah, it, like... There's just a lot of detail to... And personality to, to, to sections of the map that you yeah. walk through, which is cool to see. But I, I don't think... Just, like, Battleborn and Overwatch, they sh- they're showing us way more, like, more of a complete thing. This is just, yeah. like, a tease, basically. Well, I think this is what the game's gonna be. And I, I think, I think just, it is, too. I think that's why I'm, like... Because these games offer so much and like diversity in characters and diversity in gameplay. Oh yeah, you can get invested. Like this is this is a shooter. Yeah. And it's it's nothing it's got a upgrade system. Band. I mean that stuff is just not cool anymore. You know, yeah. it's like I mean, and when you bring new characters and new play styles and stuff into the game, it just playing a regular shooter just doesn't do it anymore. Exactly. Um So as of now I give it a delay. Yeah, I, I do too. It's it's a very classic shooter, and that's mm-hmm. great goes oh, yeah. back to its roots. It definitely feels like the original Dooms, except just a little slower and weaker guns, but yep. overall it feels like Doom, Yep. which is what they should be doing, I guess, but I don't know. I would I would delay it mm. for now. Interesting. Yeah, so anyway, that was longer Poor than Doom. I Doom. I, 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 feel like, I feel away. like Doom's about to make head the way of old Yeller. Doom's yeah. about to... Uh, I want to try their campaign, though. About to pull out the mice and men. Just look over there. Let me tell you about the rabbits. (laughs) I'm hoping the campaign's good, because it's going to be like a 12 or 14-hour campaign, they said, which is pretty awesome for a shooter game. Doom's another one of those games I never played. Yeah. And I always wanted to, and now it's it's like... Man, Doom super is creepy. Yeah, super creepy. Um, I never played Doom 1, but... Yeah. You never played what? Doom 1. What? Yeah. Really? But I did, one of the professors that I had at, in college, well, he passed away, unfortunately, the year I got there, but he was the guy that illustrated the Doom cover. Nice. No kidding. Yeah, he would have been my illustration teacher, but oh, he passed away the year before I started. No. I was so sad, but oh. he, like, the iconic Doom cover with the badass guy on top of the Mount of Demons and stuff, like, he, that's his creation. Damn, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, that's something, that's freaking epic. Yeah, I mean, that's. 
I mean, God. everybody knows what that is. Yeah, everybody. Right. Everybody knows the Doom covers. Anyway, shall we take a break? Yes. Come back from random stuff. Cool. No, I need a break. I don't need a break. Downtown. Downtown. You're listening to the Inner Gamer. Face. Your hands are up in the air. They are. Why are they up in the air? I don't know. Because you're excited about I Spider-Man. Am. Actually, I don't know if you are. I want to pause this conversation. Oh. Let's talk about Hard Home, guys. What? Let's talk about Hard oh Home. Oh, my God. You finally watched it. Wait. Oh, wait. oh my I'm, dear I'm, Lord. I'm really not following. Hard Home. We just Game, about Game of Thrones. Oh, oh, god! Episode Hard Home. I don't know the names of the episodes. I just watched that shit, man. Oh, you are the, you are the worst nerd ever. <laughs> the worst. He never professed to be a nerd. I never professed to be a nerd. Okay, in, in his I profess to play video games. All right. <sighs> I never. Just shut I ne- up and let us I talk ne- about Hard I Home. I never watched. <laughs> hey, I watched it too. <laughs> You didn't uh, appreciate it. I did. You I would just, have remembered you just its name. Remember. Well, I don't remember any of the names other right. than the Red Wedding. I mean, is was that even the title of the show? I don't even no, know. It was no, not. exactly. It was not. I I don't. I remember experience. Do you remember the name of that episode? I don't remember. So no, I don't remember. I don't remember the reigns of Castamere. I'm like obsessed with music, and I don't remember song titles. Anyway, remind me what this episode was. <laughs> episode Hard Home is when Jon uh, Snow takes. Um, he goes uh, to the wildlings camp and is like, "We need to get the fuck out of here." And he takes then, he takes Dor- uh, Tormund Giantsbane. Yes, the the re- the big red headed beard uh, wildling guy. Yeah, and they go to the wildling village way north of the wall to talk to the the all the wildlings about. Look, you guys got to come south now. Oh yeah, or it's going to get bad. And guess what? It gets really bad. Wait, did you see the part that got really bad? He watched the whole episode. Wait, was that in this episode? Yes. Like the <laughs> you you saw you, you're done, bro. <laughs> you're done. Okay, like, well, let, let me the, listen. The, and then we'll the, see. Okay, yeah, okay. the entire undead horde just falling off the wall, falling off shit. the cliff. Yes, okay, and, okay, that's and, that episode. And, yeah, yeah. And then, and then at the John very Snow end, looking behind him, and yeah, John Snow, like, like, and that that the the Knights King raises his hands, and then all I was like, the what dead is he doing? Stand. I was like, is he about to be like into the water after them? And I was like, oh, please don't go after them no more. Is that not the most badass battle scene ever? Like that, like. Make, oh my god! I mean, that's up that there was, with Lord of the Rings. I, I I'll tell you, I watching that episode. Hey, by the way, everybody, spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> Very sorry for any of you who haven't caught, caught up. up. But if you haven't caught up, you're all terrible nerds who are listening. Watch the show, nerd nerds. Yeah, I mean, the new season starts in like what a week and a half. Oh, so. I can't uh, wait. Actually, a, a week from. So week tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are we going to have a watch party? Let's have a watch party. Let's have a watch party. We'll hold hands and fangirl. I mean, fanboy. <laughs> Anyways, so Hard Home. Hard Home. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Did, did you just. I was like, why are you closing the gates? Don't close the gates. Now everyone's in. Stop. Oh, oh, leave them open. And then, like, all of a sudden, it was just like. Ah! It's absolute chaos and then silence like why did you let them in dude how about the um uh the moment when uh john snow held up long claw and blocked oh that yeah yeah he blocked the white walker's like, weapon so and they they both had that look of well that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet that was badass i love and when he spins around and kills him with it i yes. scr- i screamed so I, i'm sure my next door oh, neighbors thought i was lost <laughs> seriously i'm sure my neighbors thought i was absolutely insane just because i was like yes yes 
It, it was, was it was an epic episode. Yes. I'm so I'm so did you finish the season? Yes. Oh, oh, how was yeah. your heart, Austin? Is so it okay? Let me let me re- let me uh let me pull something up real fast. <laughs> okay, so in keeping with the traditions of yeah. Restoros, yeah. My net my final review will be long, grueling, mm-hmm. and heartless. Yeah. Fuck this show. <laughs> Fuck Restoros. <laughs> Fuck the guy who made this book. Fuck the books. Fuck HBO. I am done. I am done with this show. I am not watching season six. I am done with seasons. I'm not watching any more of this show. I literally... The past three to five episodes have been, like, so, like, grueling to watch. Like, basically people getting raped. Yeah. Stanza Sark basically getting raped. People I know are, like, dying left or right. And then, like, this happens. I'm like, I'm done. I can't. I feel like, like literally, if I was married and then my wife died, that's what it felt like. So I'm not watching season okay. six. You you have I to. I do not recommend this to. to anybody. You have to. I, trust me, you're no gonna one, watch it. Here's the no thing. One, here's I'm going to tie you down to the chair. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, <laughs> like season six is gearing up to be huge because and with who? There's no one left. They're, they're shut up and let me talk. <laughs> Peter Dinklage is still around. That's well, true. Peter, yeah, Peter Dinklage is still around, obviously. And of course, my woman, Daenerys Targaryen. Yes, Come and now she's see. in some other land somewhere. And I'm just like, oh fuck! Now she has to like get back to her people. Yeah, she's surrounded by another call of uh, <sighs> horse riders. Great. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't yeah. seen that before. Yeah, well, you know, um, the uh, there the my my favorite actor Ian McShane is um, in this next season, and he is playing a red priest and his only like character description they've given is he is a devout priest of Azura High or the 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 red god the only god and his specialty is the transference of souls and bringing those back to their mortal coil who are not yet done on this world so watch the new season, Austin. You cannot leave us like that. That is, I just watched a little girl die. Yeah, burned to death, that and that happens. was hard as enough. That was really tough to watch because she was so sweet and innocent. And I Here's was like, the thing: what is, is they they dragged that scene? They made you sit there and listen to that uh-huh. for every last second. Yeah, and you had to feel the remorse that all of them felt. And like Stannis Baratheon, yeah. like you can see it on his face. Like God, what have I? What am I doing? What have I done? Yeah, that. And then he fucking died. So every 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 Did bit he? of this show. Did he? I guess we don't know. Did he? We didn't see it. We didn't see it. We saw Brienne of Tarth swing a sword downward. Now, not to say that he isn't dead, because he very well could be. She could have just cleaved him in twain. But I like to think so. Yeah, but we don't know. We didn't see it. And, and I'm sorry. And in Game of Thrones, if you don't see it, it ain't happening. Yeah. It, it didn't happen yet. Yeah. Until like she carries like half of his body around. Like here's the left half of Stannis Baratheon I'm carrying around as a trophy. So you're saying Jon Snow could still be alive? <coughs> uh, I mean, he's very much dead right now. Yeah, he's got like five holes in his chest. But no, he he could still be alive, man. Uh, yeah. I I, I have look, look at uh what what's the the kid's name that can like control rules and shit? The Stark kid. The brother. I hate you so much right now. I don't know the names very well. There's so many characters. Bran Stark. Bran, there we go. Like, Bran fell out of a window. 
Yeah, he's still alive, and we have yet to see what he's gonna do. Yeah, I mean, he saw he saw incest happening, and he. I thought he's now okay. the books are have already, the books have ended, and now. Oh. Uh, as, as as of right now, yeah, with this last season, with this last season's finale, the books and the show are in sync. So with this new season coming out, even even book readers aren't to this point. Yeah, because they said that this show is gonna end well before. Oh, well, before. he still has, finishes. he's finishing this book, The Winds of Winter, and he's got one more to come after that, and that's the, the final book, and God, who knows when that's going to come out. 2045. <laughs> if he makes it that long. Yeah, Shit. seriously. That's um, crazy. So, yeah, just like uh, Tyrion said, like, at the fighting pits, he's like, yeah, I don't come and watch gore and violence on, on my leisure early hours and that's what i did i came to watch so much suffering in the show and See, i get enough of that at Austin, work i'm telling you season six is our season five was a hard watch that was a hard one. yeah season three was tough but it had some really good things happen in it but season five was tough a lot of people died and it was tragic on many fronts not just because of the deaths but just because of the actions ramsey snow or i'm sorry ramsey bolton now is an absolute sicko. Like I'd almost yeah, prefer, I hate him. I'd almost prefer Joffrey to him. But it's like yeah. all the good guys live. W- I mean, the bad guys live way longer. And you see, I know, way don't more you hate like that? I'm mm-hmm. fucking tired. Like, like how can, long did Joffrey like, last until he got it? You really going to kill off Jon Snow, the one who's like, we need someone to follow, and there's no one to follow. This is like just like in the season two, right? Do Rob what? Stark dies. Uh, no, Rob Stark dies in season three. Season three? Just, just like the reigns of Castamere, like, the Red Wedding. I have yeah. no fucking idea who I'm going to vote for. And now it's just like, well, every, every absolutely nobody left. Every time don't you start getting else. invested in the new character who you think, this is the one who's going to bring justice to the world, that character gets a knife in the fucking face. That's what I'm face. saying. They fucking play with your heart. No one should watch this show. I do not <laughs> I, recommend it. I think the only do not recommend safe that. haven. I don't know how your mom got through it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think Peter Dinklage for some reason is like the only safe haven in this whole entire yeah, show. Yeah, but he can't even do shit. <laughs> I mean, he can get people to do shit for him. No, yeah, he's I'm tired. At, at this point, he's uh, by himself over in uh, uh, the the Dorm, sla- in Slaver's Bay. Yeah, he's over in Slaver's Bay by himself. So he's gonna have to rule while freaking Daenerys is out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Just like, can we can we can we start building up to something really awesome? They did, and all of a sudden, everyone's dead. I'm just like, well, fuck <laughs> that. I guess they just take over the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you gotta admit, I, they, I, know I how literally, to write, they know how to write a good story. Fuck that. Literally, <laughs> I, I've never Stupid. wanted to table flip so hard in my life. Like I was there, I could not sleep for like an hour. I was in bed at work, like. I don't even know. I've wasted so much time in my life. I could have been watching The Walking Dead and uh, Daredevil. Like I, I, mean, I really honest, felt betrayed. I feel betrayed. To be honest, The Game of Thrones was way better than The Walking Dead. Probably, but Agreed. still, Agreed. I could have got through that yeah. stuff and not been worrying so much about this. Like, did you did you finally finish Walking Dead? <laughs> no. I've been trying to finish this. Okay, <laughs> I've like powered through this in the past week. You're a terrible zombie, lover. and I feel like I've wasted all my time. Yeah, that's no. okay. Anyway, it's okay. It's good. It's not okay. Well, what what do you guys think of a uh, Spider-Man uh, being made again, rebooted? I'm 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 fine with another Spider-Man I mean, they, like finally being yeah. in the hands of Marvel. Like yeah. this this is good news. Yeah, this yeah. is great news. They need it. 
And then we, we got yeah, we ba- do. new Batman with Ben Affleck taking the reins, directing and acting. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And y'all have yet to see Batman vs Superman. No. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I heard it sucks. That look of disappointment. Over I don't want to see. Is this, this is this sucks. delayed for you guys? It's a delay. Yeah, it's a delay. It's it is a delay. Okay. I was gonna see it. You're gonna wait then, till you know, TVD or whatever. I was gonna see it, and I thought Zootopia looked better. Wow. <laughs> I'm just wow. gonna ignore that. Which it was actually really good. Dude, so even I'm bad. insulted by that, and I haven't <laughs> seen it. <laughs> Brett knows how to get you deep. Dick move, Brett. It was a dick move. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Well, he just heard of my Game of Thrones. <laughs> Dude, ev- dude, that's ev- dude, that that's everyone's reaction. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't have that reaction after the last Game of Thrones finale? Could, Fuck this! I'm never watching this bullshit I know, again. I was, I was pretty unhappy as well. Everyone was. Like, it was worse as I forgot he was gonna die when the previous episode. Or well, Hard Home. Hard Home. I was like, oh man, this is where he's gonna die, and then I just forgot. And then Jamie Lannister's daughter dies. For I'm like, oh, of course, of course. Stab for the watch. Stab. For the watch, yeah. That that scene whenever they were at broke the, my uh, heart having the big well not that one but <laughs> yeah heartless no, motherfucker the, the part where they're like fighting all the White Walker people and stuff and they're just like coming in floods off the mountain I was like this is like a waterfall of it's literally a zombie apocalypse skeleton right there. things like yeah that was like that scene from World War Z but it was actually good <laughs> <laughs> nice nice. <laughs> Well, well, well said. It was like World War Z, but good. Yeah, it was cool to see those. Uh, I'll call them the Lich Kings up on the or the Death yeah, Knights. Yeah, yeah. Was, the, was like, the night, the Night Lords. Yeah. Yep. Um, Fuck the show. Well, so, did you guys see the trailer for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw that one way uh, a while ago. So it, it just came out like a week and a half ago. Are you sure? Because there was one that came out a while ago. Well, this is I know what you're talking one. about. Oh, a new one. I know what you're talking about. This is like a, a different movie. Like, okay. Different okay. movie. Oh, a different movie? Yes. Oh. Yeah, Yeah. this is Harry Potter. This is based on Harry Potter. Yeah, this yeah is that's the one I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah, about the uh, not about the actual like short book thing that she had about Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. There was yeah. one that came out a while ago. Yeah, this I, guess, I thought this I guess was the first one that came is. out, but maybe there was another one that came out before that. I don't know. But I don't know. I, I was I was kind of intrigued. I know because I'm wondering how I, like yeah. all of my Harry Potter friends were like sharing it all over their Facebook. <laughs> That's what they yeah. all sound like. Apparently, I mean, I'm kind of glad to have the people sound the different in your mind. Back a little bit. <laughs> Shut up, boss. Awesome. It, it looks cool though. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, was interesting I'll probably one. watch it. I like the whole like case thing where he like sets it down. And he's like muggle worthy, and the guy opens it up, and there's like nothing in there. And right. Later on, he's like, I'm gonna step down into the case, look kind of lighthearted and. Yeah, humorous and fun. Yeah, it, de- it definitely has that Harry Potter mysticism about it. So, yeah. well, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. So, anyway, I'll well, watch it. I'm, well, I'm sure I'll be dragged to it. So, yeah, exactly. At some point or another. I mean, we invested this much time in Harry Potter, might as well just watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, speaking Tell of being me. dragged, um, Walking Dead. <sighs> the new volume came out. Uh, Walking Dead Volume Twenty Five. Oh, <laughs> so fun. I'm on Walking Dead Volume Seven. <laughs> You're the worst nerd. Oh my god. You're terrible at this. He's pretty bad. Anyways, uh yeah. Um, Don't feel bad, Brett. Volume 25 came out and No shame. No no shame, bro. No shame. 
Um, yeah, walk, uh, 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 Volume 25 is out now, which focuses on a completely new enemy. And there is just so many deaths. So many characters are gone now. And it happened in, like, one panel. And I was like, oh, well. Game of Thrones. I sure did enjoy <laughs> those characters while they lasted. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I bet they're just like, I'm sick of writing these characters. Dead. One yeah. question. Dead. Spoiler alert. Is Spoiler Rick, alert. Is Rick still alive? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Rick's alive. Carl's alive. He's the keeper of these Damn events. Damn it, I want Carl to die. No, no offense to Carl, but... <laughs> no, he, you see, the thing is, is like he, he's a shit through most of the comics until he gets his eye taken, and he's even a shit for just a little bit longer, um, what with this whole Negan thing. But Carl really comes into, into his own soon. I just, I just don't like the guy that plays him in the TV show. I think the kid's kind of a bad actor, and drives me nuts when I watch him. Yeah, that scene where he was uh, teaching the uh, shitty kid how to shoot. Yeah. And he's trying to be like, you got to find your bullet. You got to... He's like, be, you're gonna yeah, be I'm, this, I'm this cool kid. Like, don't mess with me. He's yeah, like, it was a real... It was, yeah, it was... I don't know if that was acting or if it was just Carl being shitty. Yeah. Probably both. Yeah. But, yeah. Carl? Coral. 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 Carl. I summon Coral. <laughs> Go. Cool. So it's yeah. good. Uh, yeah, very, very good. Any uh, anybody who's reading the comic right now, who's keeping up, is gonna understand that this this new group of bad bad guys. Oof. So they pale in comparison to Negan. Yeah. Really terrifying me right now. Jeez, how can they get worse? Uh, they, it got worse. Like the governor was bad. Negan's worse. These guys are on a whole new level of. It's one thing to be like a quote unquote bad guy and recognize that you're a bad guy, like a bandit or just a you know a badass wielding a a bat wrapped in barbed wire. But this new group of bad guys, the only the only way I'll describe them to, describe them to y'all is this: take Stockholm syndrome. Now place that in the Walking Dead world. Where you start to identify with your captor, it's creepy. Is this the wolves that we've been seeing? No, no, no. Where, where, where'd they go? They're done. That was just an offshoot. That was. Uh, we didn't see where they are from or anything. It was so. They're weird. They're still out there, technically. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, I guess they could have died. We just didn't see it. They died with that one guy, one dude. Whoever that leader guy was of the wolves or whatever, when he died, that store died. <coughs> so, I, cool. I can see what they were trying to do, but it was bad. <laughs> At least they ditched it uh, in enough time. Anyway, so, uh, you dig it? Oh, yeah, dig for sure. Yeah. And catch up. Start reading. <laughs> I sure wish I had it right now, but I don't. You, you, you're behind on movies, comics, and video games. Hey, I've seen all of The Walking Dead. I didn't say it was TV shows. Oh, yeah, you're right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Check and mate. <laughs> Bam. I know. Bam. I know. All right, well, this last, What's this last little this? talking point, let's get through this one because it's going to piss me off and I know wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick, I want to say one little scene that I watched yesterday that blew my mind, and it's not going to spoil anything, I promise. But I was watching Better Call Saul, 
and there was a moment where you have Mike Ermintrout, and he's teaching his granddaughter. Wait, can you not spoil anything? It's, I'm not spoiling anything. I just okay. told you. It's not a spoil. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're on your phone, man. I, I'm looking. Okay. Anyway. So Go for you'll it. forget this anyway, just like you forgot Jon Snow died. Anyway. <laughs> so. At the last second. At the last How did I forget that? <laughs> so. At that moment. Because you get so into it, you you're should, like, you, oh, that, that should have been a pretty big indicator. Yeah. Oh, let me go outside where all these people hate me right now in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's fine. So there is a sequence where Mike Ermintrout, the uh, guy that played the Mike character in Better Call Saul and also from Breaking Bad, he's teaching his granddaughter how to um, do some construction work. And they're in his uh, daughter-in-law's house. And he is uh, showing her how to drill holes into a hose. And he's like, yeah, we're going to build us a little sprinkler thingy for the backyard that's going to go on the ground or whatever. And he has her there, like, drilling holes. And the, the mom comes in and is like, oh, that's so sweet. You're teaching her how to, like, do stuff and, like, build things and whatnot. She's like, well, we got to go, honey. I'm sorry, but we you can come back later and hang out with your papa or whatever. So she walks away. He continues to drill his holes. And then that, that night he's at his house. And what was he building? He was building like some kind of spike strip shit that he was having his granddaughter do. He was putting nails through the hose holes and like making like some kind of like like hose nail weapon thing. <laughs> his granddaughter was helping him with this. It was the, the family that murders together stays together. It was so funny. You have to after that. Well, but I gotta tell you guys though, Better Call Saul. You guys gotta watch it. It's I hear it's fantastic. It's, I need okay, to get into it. Yeah, I, I mean, Bra- Breaking Bad was is great, and it's man, I mean, I, it's it's still not better than Breaking Bad, but like they just pulled everything in, and it's just getting to the point where like they have these little moments. It just gets more and more intense and more like. I was sitting there yesterday. And I was just like so uncomfortable as I was watching them do these these scenes, and I was just like, "Oh my god, don't do that! Don't do that! Please don't do that! Stay away!" <laughs> and and then he did it. I was like, "Oh damn it!" As they always do in Breaking Bad. I I powered through the entire last season, and I should not have done that. No, like I've I've told dark. people if you want to watch Breaking Bad, do so, but put yourself on a three episode limit. I agree. Like two to three episodes, because if that's, you do more than that, you're going to just start to hate yourself and life, and you're going to get depressed. Yeah. Yeah, I wish someone told me that with the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll just power through this. <laughs> well, see, you'll, you'll appreciate this set better, because you'll be able to watch it live, and yes. like as it comes out, so it'll yes. be slow. Yeah, then you'll get yourself a week in between your depression the <laughs> depression states. Yeah. So, like, you know. Get some Prozac, and you'll be fine. Yeah. I need marijuana great. now. Yeah. Anyway. To add to the what? depression. To add to your depression. I got, I got something for y'all. Oh, okay. yeah? Astonishing X-Men by Josh Whedon. Yeah. I've been, re- I've been reading it. Is that yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh, of yeah. course it's good. It's, it's Josh really Whedon. Good. Oh, I know. The story is just like, it's funny how you don't see what was coming until the last second. You're like, oh, we're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. Josh Whedon is amazing. He is amazing. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> I am but. from the Church of Whedon. And I will spread his word through all the lands. Awesome. It's so serious. I'm volume I, one of like the big book, so I need to get the next one. Yeah. So you, uh, Yeah, you, you need to power through that one. That one's a fan. Huh. You're, you're going to love. Is it two or three? Or is it five? Uh, Don't tell me there's five. I want to say it's three. Okay. Is um, Yeah, I think it's three. I, I Yeah. I feel pretty confident that it's three. Yeah, I feel like it would be. You'll you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy like the rest a, of it though. It's fan. It's it's such a good read. It's sounds so like a good. trilogy, right? Yeah. Is, 
Yeah. Is Emma Frost a fucking mole? I'm not going to tell you anything. You're going to have to keep reading. Because I feel like that's who it is. Motherfucker. Dude, is it? Is it? I feel like it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. We can move on. So while that book's a three, Avatar is going to be a oh, four. God. How can you draw this out His any name longer? Is James, James Cameron, the greatest pioneer. So James Cameron is going to turn to Avatar. He's making a sequel, but not just one. Not, not just two, two not, not, three, not even three, but four, four fucking sequels. James, really? It won't I guess be done until 2023. I guess he's going to end his career on that note, which is so funny because I, apparently he was trying to make Avatar since like 1994. <clears throat> yeah. So he waited like eight to 10 years to bring mm-hmm. out Avatar till the technology was there. And now his legacy is going to be Avatar. Well, that's a, Shit legacy, if you ask me. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, just what what a crock of shit. I mean, Avatar was okay, but it was more people were stunning just, than it was. See, now you, was know, no story. now you know how I feel, because, like, I know people were eating this up. Like, people were like, I want to die and go to this world. Like, I want to live in this world. And yeah. I'm just like... Can, can, I, can I put why? myself into the, into the blue people? Can I go be a blue cat person? Shut up. Shut the fuck up. God, that movie was absolute trash. <laughs> Not only do games come here to die, God. but movies. So come do here to die. So, so do certain shit movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that series, that franchise needs to go the way of old Yeller. Just put that shit down. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I want. I maybe a second one I enjoy, but I don't know. Third, the fourth. Look, there was just so there's just so many things I don't understand why they went in the direction they did, and it's. Uh, he want he wants it to be. Yeah, I think he thinks that this is like a Star Wars kind of thing. But it's yeah, not. I I feel like he's trying. What I feel he like is. what he's trying to do is he's trying to do his own version of Star Wars and dances with wolves. It's what he's trying to do. He's yeah. trying to create this space opera, but do it with this whole indigenous people. Well, it yeah. started all wrong. You most certainly did. We didn't even go to space. I mean, we did, but you know. Yeah, I mean, we went the to movie it. already ended. Like. It's, it's what, over. What, at what point in the movie did you realize that this was just going to be a big pile of crap? Well, it's funny <laughs> because we've already talked about this, but we I, got there I, I never saw it. In, I never saw it in theaters in its entirety because I saw the last last yeah. qu- last third of the movie, and that's all I saw the first time I saw it. So I, I watched it backwards, kind of, and the you battle did. scene was cool. I'm gonna give you the one. I'm gonna give you one word, and it will it will completely sum up my feelings of why I hate this stupid franchise. Do it, unobtainium. <laughs> I almost walked out of the theater. I forgot about that. Unobtainium, unobtainium, unobtainium. That is that. It is Wait, the unobtainable. Is, is that the stuff that they were trying to get? Yes. That's yeah. their stupid fake resource thing they're gonna mine out wow. of the ground. And what's it called? The, you couldn't have you could you could have called a geologist and been like, give us an idea of maybe some things of some precious minerals or metals or something that we could maybe believe, we could maybe name this. No, what they probably did was put a bunch of words on a wall and just put G- James Cameron's stupid face up there next to it and just throw darts at it until they're like, fuck, this is unobtainable. <gasps> <gasps> Light bulb. Ding, 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 I've got ding. a great idea. Let's call it unobtainium. 
and then just shit just flew out of their eyes because they were just so blown away. <laughs> I never even thought about that. <laughs> like it just like went over my head when I heard it in the show. It was that, like I'm sorry. That's the plot hook you're gonna have to make all of this circle around this indigenous people fighting humans unobtainium. Really? I mean, that was. I mean, I'm that doesn't hold any actually they're glowing wisps and unobtainium shit. is a real word in the dictionary and it stands for a highly desirable material that is hypothetic hypothetical scientifically impossible extremely rare costly or fictional or has some of these properties in combination oh shit it's a real word <laughs> does that make you even more mad it makes me Nerd. more mad. It makes me more mad at the movie, and it makes me even more despise Brett. That's <laughs> that's what it does. I'm just I, reading I, off I, the internet. It, it, look, you are the worst <laughs> at being the worst. <laughs> that's a new title. To quote Community, you're the AT and T of people. <laughs> but Brett is AT has AT and T. Well, Intel has unobtainium. Oh, just. <laughs> King. Oh. <laughs> that is that they did not give this stupid thing a freaking definition, did they? They did. <laughs> Why? A highly desirable no, material that is hypothetical, scientifically impossible, extremely rare, costly, or fictional, or has exactly. some of these properties in combination. Yeah, I just read that. No! No, that's not a thing! But no, look, look, look. Check this out. Webster's See? dictionary defines. Here, here's the use over time. So back in the 50s, it was kind of used. And then around the 70s, when psychedelics came out, then it popped up a lot. It's so 70s. Yeah let's, yeah, let's look at the wiki on it real quick. In fiction, engineering, and thought experiments, unobtainium is key. Is any fictional, extremely rare, costly, or impossible material? No. I'm out. Stupid. <laughs> Fucking stupid. God. You know nothing, Jon Snow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you what I know, and it's that movie's crap. So on that note, thanks for listening. <sighs> I don't even want to sing the theme song anymore. It's full of shit. Bam, 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 unobtainium's done. I think uh, if you guys, a lot of anger in this show. You guys like yeah, it Avatar. turned anger really, really quickly, didn't it? If you uh, like Avatar, um, please then stop us. listening to us. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. <laughs> It makes me happy. Uh, you can uh, follow us online um, on Facebook. <laughs> Do you even Twitter, know any more Brett? Instagram and Twitch. I've, I've thrown him off with my The anger. inner gamer is everywhere. <laughs> Thanks for we are everywhere. Email us at hellowinnergamer.net. We might even be in the next Avatar movie. You never know. Yeah, it's going to be me plundering the entire film studio and burning it to the ground. <laughs> Definitely will be on a search for unobtainium. Oh. In a blue suit. And this is the day that Brett dies. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This uh, is how it literally going to be the Joker and run up and. Yeah, like, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We, uh. <laughs> You had fun. <laughs> yeah, fun. <laughs> we did stuff. Yeah, kind of sort. Um, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes <laughs> or tell a friend. <laughs> you guys got to listen to these guys. It's just yeah. they're just full of like. Yeah, the next podcast is going to be a half hour of Brett choking. <laughs> well, that'll be the fiftieth episode, so that'll be. Woo-hoo!
We're up to 50 episodes. So uh, we'll be back on Friday with our gaming news and random, or not random segment, gaming news and our discussion topic in which it'll be our 50th episode. So we might have something to talk about then. Maybe. That's cool. That yeah. You might want to come for like Maybe something special. a giveaway or something cool. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, my name is Brady Noski. I'm Awesome Rouse. I'm Devin Dury. And, and you've been listening to The, the Inner Gamer. Gamer. I hate bread.